0: Welcome back to Comic Talk, I'm Nick Arrow, I'm Josh Gold, and we are Omega Level.
1: Omega Level, Omega Level, Omega,
0: omega level. level.
1: Omega Level. Boom. And this week in Comic Talk, I think we have some big changes happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that big change. I'm Stephen L., and welcome to Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. What is going on where where's Josh what what happened? It's like you didn't watch the promotional videos. I'm here to fix the podcast so my first move was to get rid of the dead weight Josh wow
0: what, what uh okay what, i I don't understand i don't
1: I didn't even know you were coming. you don't have to understand just follow my lead and to celebrate my arrival at Omega level, I'm going to be doing a personal giveaway for a one hundred dollar gift certificate. For Laylo Jones at Ink Die Studio, so make sure you stick around for that.
0: Wow, that's pretty freaking awesome, actually. I gotta, I gotta give it up for that. That's really cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah, it's not like you've ever done anything like that. <sighs> wow. All
0: right. I mean, I did one before. I guess you didn't, you didn't know that, did you?
1: I don't think you had enough viewers for that.
0: <laughs> and you're bringing all the viewers with you.
1: Stick around, Jeff. <laughs>
0: So this week we're talking about heroes in crisis. This series, dude, it's pretty incredible for me. Actually, um, I heard a lot of people uh, before I started reading it talking about how like it just wasn't that good when it was like two issues, two or three issues been released, and there was like a bunch of chatter on the streets about how like they're just like it's pretty underwhelming. And if you just take the first three issues and reading the first three issues, I don't see how people got that. I think it's pretty good from the jump.
1: I myself do, like, somewhat have mixed uh, feelings about it, but really? it's mostly positive. Yeah. Uh, this latest issue, the Issue 5, which came out it last came out this Wednesday because <laughs> it's coming out later, yes. <laughs> uh, it was probably the
0: strongest issue so far. No, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. The Issue 5 was incredible, and it's only going to go nine issues, so they're, it, they're definitely getting to the point now, like, with Issue 5, they're about to start the end game. The ending is starting.
1: This recent issue was probably the fastest-paced one they had so far. Absolutely.
0: So much happened in it, and, dude, the Superman speech was incredible. Yes. Heroes in Crisis starts off with...
1: A diner scene. A diner
0: scene with Booster Gold just sitting in a diner, and he's, like, about to get lunch or whatnot. It's very, like, ominous, and you don't know what the hell is going on at all. And then Harley Quinn shows up out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> Is this a hero? Is this a villain? It's, it's a villain. <laughs> yeah, it's a villain.
0: She comes in and they have like a little conversation, and then they get in this. Mm-hmm. They leave the diner, get in this freaking
1: huge fight. But before that, one of the best reveals so far: Harley Quinn hates pudding. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that was really funny. That's definitely a, a a knock on Joker, like on their relationship, which I like, because they need to separate themselves from that as far as much as humanly possible.
1: Yeah, I thought it was her maybe little subtle way of saying that she has always hated Joker. But mm-hmm. Who knows?
0: Yeah. I like that. If that's what they were intending to do, I really like that.
1: Mm-hmm. But pretty big action fight with Booster Gold and Harley Quinn. Who knows how she's holding her own against him?
0: Right. Yeah. Booster is definitely like he's out of sorts. He doesn't really know what's going on. You can tell something's off with him because in a straight up hand to hand fight, there's no way that Harley should beat Booster who has like gadgets and like powers and stuff. Like, there's yes. she's just a human he's got being. Shields from the future. Yeah, from the future, and they even reference that later on. Wonder <laughs> Woman asked. Twenty fourth like, century. Yeah, she asked like, that. "What happened to your brainiac shield?" Because I, I guess it just didn't work. <laughs> well,
1: I think, yeah, I believe Batgirl did some sort of like antivirus stuff for the back computer for twenty fourth century. Tech. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, that was, uh, that's definitely different. Harley and Booster, like, that's not two characters you think would be on the page together.
1: No, yeah. Usually two people that are used for different kinds of comedic uh, Uh uh, purposes, Mm -hmm. basically used as the leads. Yeah. Also, like, it's a mystery, like, who's the killer? Yeah. So, the. Booster or Harley. I don't think it's either one of them. I don't either. I used to think it might have actually been, like, the sanctuary computer itself because, like, those Mm -hmm. confessional videos were kind of, like, ominous and. You know, comic book logic. I thought it would probably take all their negative feelings and somehow turn evil or something whack like that. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it keeps listening to all this like horrible stuff, so it just turns bad. Like, oh, the solution is to kill them all. Yes. In their suffering.
1: Yes, they are depressed. I'm going to end it permanently.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, the entire setup and premise for this is that the Trinity, um, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman have set up this place called Sanctuary, which is essentially like a therapy-slash-rehab center for superheroes, like where they can go and they can talk about, like, their feelings and talk about all the bad stuff that's happened to them. I mean, think about it. Superheroes are out there fighting all these awful people and these terrible villains, doing all this bad stuff, killing people sometimes, themselves dying, watching loved ones die.
1: Sustaining permanent scars. Yes, sustaining
0: permanent scars physically, like emotionally mentally they have really like difficult jobs and lives you know what i mean so it would make sense that some of them are depressed or that they have like mental issues and they need to talk about it you know like that, especially batman yeah especially batman like it, it makes sense so like them doing this is actually really intelligent i thought like that was uh, really cool it's almost like a little meta and breaking the fourth walls like yeah we know they they got problems too you know oh, yeah. and it's cool to see a huge comic book publisher like marvel or dc like do a series that is so heavily talking about mental health issues. Because you don't really get that in comics. Other than, like, Harley, and it makes sense that she's and Center, considering she's, like, the comic book poster child for mental health problems.
1: You see Batman's mental health problems rise. Pretty um, often? Yeah, yes, you see his often, often. But
0: they don't necessarily talk about it like that, you know what I mean?
1: I've adopted a lot of or- orphans, and I've gotten a lot of them killed. I'm
0: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of confessionals as it goes through, of, like, all these different heroes. And, dude, my favorite one, I know, I'm pretty sure it was your favorite one, too, was Black Canary. Yes. Where she's just sitting there for two panels looking, and she goes, this, and then it's six panels of emptiness because she got up
1: and walked Autistic out. Autistic genius. <laughs> I think my favorite confessional is The Protector. The Protector? I change that now after issue 5 to The Protector. <laughs> protector is good. He's basically just... The incarnation or just like the epitome of dare. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like kept telling everyone don't do drugs or else all oh, the whole time while I was doing drugs. I thought it was funny.
1: Yeah. It kind of relates back to Arsenal, too, because apparently he's got uh, severe addictions from all of, like his pain medications. Yeah. and Yeah. I didn't
0: know that. I didn't know no, that. That was, that was definitely a reveal. Mm-hmm. And then Batgirls was really cool when she's just sitting there and she's slowly like undoing her belt. And like she gets up and she shows with the bullet wound in the front and then the bullet wound in the back. She's like here and here. And that's just the entire confessional. I was like, ooh, that's deep, man. That's rough. My favorite one, like, uh, my favorite one happened in five. It was at the very end with Harley's. That one was awesome. But before that one, I really liked Ivy's. That one was really funny. Ivy's sitting there like, I don't really know why I'm here. I'm pretty much a villain. Like, I don't get along with these people at all. And then Harley pops in. And it's just Harley messing with me the entire time.
1: Boop. Boop. Actually, I'm going to change mine for a second time. It's Commander Steeles.
0: (laughs) Dude, Commander Steeles is really funny, too. It
1: is funny and pretty morbid. It's darkly funny. (laughs) Like, I've died. I've come back. I've died again. <laughs> I've come back. Uh, I don't know if it's going to. Someone use my detached leg to beat <laughs> someone else with. He said back, or Supergirl did. Yeah. I don't know how long I'm going to stay alive. Hopefully it's for a long time. He's like, I don't know if this one. It's probably st- not gonna be for a long <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, like, don't this one will get stick. out of the game, <laughs> dude. It's time to retire. <laughs>
0: You've died three times and been brought back to life. It's over. It, you're, you're good. I thought
1: all these people forgot when they died. Yeah, you know? apparently Except Commander. For st- maybe Superman. Commander
0: yeah. Steel definitely doesn't.
1: And however he died again, he had Joker's like little chattering teeth or something like stuck in his throat. Yeah. Batman found those. So <laughs> that hints at like Harley Quinn doing it. But yet again, I'm fairly confident it's not her because how could she? Right. Yeah. And She's I'm pretty no. sure it's not Booster. Well, it could be Booster. He seems definitely like out of his mind in
0: it could be Harley, honestly, she overpowers, outsmarts, and defeats the Trinity in one fell swoop, which was pretty nice, therefore proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that Harley Quinn is the most powerful DC hero there is.
1: And also proving without Ooh. a shadow of a doubt that Batman is a dirty liar. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was awesome. Forever and always.
0: Right before that scene happens, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are having like, a conversation, and uh, Wonder Woman or Superman says something to Batman about having like kryptonite on him, or something to stop Superman. He's like, I would never carry that this on me. This was
1: brought up because they're talking about how the Sanctuary Files are getting leaked, mm-hmm. and he's... It's like, there should be no way that this is happening. It doesn't record or save anything. It deletes at the end of every session. They're like, okay, Batman, just go ahead and tell us the truth. You're using this <laughs> for your back computer, so that way, just in case any of us turn, you can use it against us. He's just like, no.
0: For your contingencies.
1: Oh, yeah, and they're like, yeah, I bet you've got Kryptonite in your belt. He's like, actually,
0: I don't. Her and Booster had the big fight. When he first sees her, she's like on the steps, and she's got her hammer, oh, and, it's, yeah. and it's all bloody.
1: Standing over Wally West and, and she had, her Arsenal. Yeah, and
0: she's standing over them, and like her hammer is bloody, and he shows up and is like, what's going on? And she's, she's like, you... how's
1: your first day going? Yeah, she's how's your like, first well, day going? Everybody's yeah. dead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and she says that like he killed them all, but he says she did. Now, I don't think either one of them actually think they saw the other one did it. That's just Booster roll came up on her over dead bodies. She thinks, oh, Harley did all this. Harley sees Booster's the only one left alive. She thinks he did all of it. And the only reason Harley's even like upset or cares is because Poison Ivy is dead. And that's what makes her like care about this, you know? So like that's the the setup right there. It's like it's one of the it's one of these two people. And the Trinity's like investigating, trying to figure out which one it is that did it.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind, neither Batman or the Flash can even agree on who did it. <laughs> yeah, they're,
0: the one, they go back to sanctuary and they're like looking in, in like a field or something about stuff, and they're like, uh, "It's pretty obvious who did this."
1: Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, Booster. Harley, talk about multitasking because Flash is fighting some sort of criminal. I don't Barry Allen,
0: Flash, Wally West, yeah. Flash, and Arsenal are dead and he Iris did. too, but uh, Barry Allen is still alive.
1: Yes, so he's like fighting some criminals, and then Booster's like doing his little like half-ass confession yeah. or whatever. <laughs> It's like, hey, uh, some people are dead, and I think I might have done it.
0: And Wally's dead, and Bear's like, what? And
1: he speeds away. <laughs> yes, and before he can even turn his head back as he watches him run away, he asks Skeets, like, how long do you think it'll be? He's like, well, he is the world's fastest man, so not very long. Before he can even turn his cheek back, he just gets punched in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, he's already back, like, what'd you do? I too love that
0: Skeets says that he's the fastest man alive, but in Wally's confessional, he says he's the fastest man alive. Oh, so yeah. So he still he have he that did. competing <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> Hartley goes to Penguin. And she's like, "Hey, you know, like I need to be put up somewhere." And then the Trinity shows up and finds Harley, and she's like, "Oh no, I, you found me. I Meanwhile, went." Meanwhile, she's playing cards with the penguin. Yeah, she's playing cards with the penguin, and they show up, and they're like, <laughs> and "She's like, I know it may look crazy, but they're really good at cards." <laughs> but then, yeah, they find Harley, and like you've been hiding out, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I've been hiding out. Oh no, you you caught me. You found me. I went to the one person in Gotham that can't keep their mouth shut yeah, to man. hide me." So they show up and like they're about to have a confrontation, but she like appeals to Wonder Woman's like compassionate side mm-hmm. and she goes and she hugs Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman's like attempting to console her and then Harley takes the whip from her jumps back, whips Batman around the neck, and, like, uh, gets behind him. And then uh, she's, like, trying to tell them, like, you know, that she thinks that um, Booster Gold did it, and she killed Booster Gold because she thinks that she left him for dead in the field whenever she stabbed him, mm-hmm. which he should be dead. So he, she's healed him. With a stab stab here back. and a stab stab here. <laughs> yeah. There. And I love what, yeah, I love what you're saying, too, when they're in the air and she's about to stab him again because he's trying to fly away and she's attached to him. And she, he's like, if you stab a, stab me, we're both going to fall. And she goes, that's the idea, and stabs him anyway. And then, uh, so she's got Batman, uh, with the last, with the last of truth truth, issues. Now, what do you have on you that can help me combat Superman? Superman's like nothing. He would never do something like that. And he's like kryptonite in my belt left front pocket.
1: (laughs) So I believe it was an issue too, where Lois Lane gets an email from the puddlers. Yeah. Uh,
0: The puddlers, whatever, like they explain what the puddlers are. And that's like a cool, it's a dumb word. It's a unique thing, but it's very lame. The puddlers. That's who is like releasing information.
1: Yes. So Lois Lane is ignoring whoever it is that's trying to tell her that he's got some files addressed for her from the puddlers. And. Turns out that, yes, the Sanctuary files are being sent to her so that way they can be showed to the world and reveal all the heroes' problems.
0: And the files are actual video confessionals of the superheroes talking about, like, what's going on, what's wrong.
1: Yes, and so she talks to Superman about it while wearing his shirt. How arrogant
0: arrogant is that? She's in their bedroom and she's wearing a Superman t-shirt. It's like, really? We know who these two people are. Absolutely chiseled. Yeah, yeah, Superman just laying in bed like, what's up? (laughs)
1: So he, she's confessing to him that she's getting all these videos or, like, the sanctuary confessions mm-hmm. and how if she doesn't do a report on it, someone else is going to. And yeah. if, so if she just goes ahead and does it, she'll keep it anonymous. Mm-hmm. And, and she
0: can try to control it and tone it down as much as possible.
1: Yes. So cut to the Trinity being in the Batcave, trying to still, like, figure out who the hell is killing everybody. Corn-fed Superman <laughs> according to Batman just confesses that hey um
0: so this was being recorded and lois is getting the files yeah she's
1: gotten the files uh batman's like how long have you known this he's like it's been a few days (laughs) he's like a few days you corn fed (laughs) we we have people dying and you want to hide this from us why he's like well as a reporter to reporter relationship he's like dude get over that i don't know if any of our viewers can like show us like evidence of Superman ever like putting his reporter integrity over the lives of his (laughs) friends, but Jeff, if you can show us evidence, yeah, Jeff, look that up for us. When did this report go live? He said thirty-five seconds ago. I think that's
0: why I'm telling you. (laughs) Great, greatest greatest
1: hero ever, guys. Thanks,
0: Supes. Also love Superman's confessional. Is Superman sitting there and like he attempts for a millisecond to talk about it, like an issue he's having? He's like, I can't do this. This is wrong. We're heroes. This is not what we're supposed to be. Like people can't see this, and he gets up and walks out because to Superman. He's got to be, like, the consummate highest moral ground there is. Like, people can't see faults in him or see that there's anything wrong with him. He has to be seen as the perfect hero. When I went to that convention last year, uh, the Epic Comic Show, in one of the panels they were talking about Superman, and someone had said, when Superman throws a punch, it needs to be written like it's sad. Like, Superman has exhausted every other possibility there is, and now he has to stoop down to the level of the villain and physically fight them because he is supposed to be above that. He's better than that, right? And I think this plays really heavily into that, and that's whole Superman's whole deal throughout this whole thing so far through the first four issues has just been, like, people can't know about this. They can't see this. They can't see us like this. They, If they see that we are broken and hurting, then they're going to constantly be afraid. Like, oh, no, they can't even take care of themselves. How are they going to, like, save us and take care of us? Like, he's got that constant high moral ground, right? Which is, like, a really cool way to write Superman. Like, they've written him very interestingly in this series, and that's not something they always get right. Like, Superman usually is written very poorly to me.
1: Yes, he is supposed to be the beacon of light, and he can't even go dim for even a moment. No,
0: not even a moment. Like, that's how he thinks that he needs to be seen by the world, right?
1: It's true. Like, he is... It's not very interesting seeing Superman punch something again, considering that he has no limits. Exactly, yeah. It's like, well, he's going to win this. this. (laughs)
0: He's going to win this fight. (laughs) Jumping to the fifth issue. This whole issue is about Superman is preparing this speech that he's going to go and give with Wonder Woman.
1: Which he's ignoring Lois Lane for. She's yeah. like, "Come to bed, hold <laughs> me for a moment." He's, he's like, like before, "I've got stuff to deal before with." Before
0: another world-ending event happens, you have to run off again. He's like, "I'm, I, I, will in a minute. I'm, I'm not finished. I don't think I'm finished yet." But He's trying to write this speech to tell everyone like their side, and essentially he just wants to say, "Yes, this exists. Yes, some, some of us have issues."
1: He's giving a fair explanation. Yeah, it's he's like, like "Why in a way of should even really be concerned about the heroes like need therapists?" I think that's understandable. I
0: would be concerned when they didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so they're just holding this all inside them until they blow up and become villains
1: one day? Batman already
0: doesn't seem very stable. Throughout this issue, he's given this speech, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle are trying to figure out a way that they can find out who really did this
1: <laughs> and their plan is to attack the flash again you yeah, like, will attack, never but expect but the dumbest <laughs> plan yeah, possible like, he's like we should go that's back actually, to like that's what they said
0: we should go back to like the beginning like i should do the first thing i did again the blue beetle was like that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do
1: also like their little introduction panel with like blue beetle and booster gold sitting on the couch mm-hmm. uh that's a really nice panel because it if you look in the background, like, you see, like, the cracks in the walls, the window panels, the beer balls and stuff, it actually spells out Heroes in Crisis. I didn't even
0: notice that he showed me that. that w- that's really cool they did that did <laughs> that. I guess this is why this show needed you, huh? Yeah, it says Heroes in Crisis, like, in the the background imagery and they, stuff. They that live was really in a cool. very broken-down <laughs> apartment.
1: you <laughs> think Heroes would be paid at least, like...
0: Especially Heroes from the Future. Slightly above minimum. Yes. <laughs> they live in Beavis and Budhead's apartment. Yes, <laughs> They're yeah. sitting there watching MTV. He's getting wasted. Yeah, when, uh, when Booster Gold is there with Barry, they're watching, like, Wally's uh, confessional videos or whatever.
1: At least his murder file. Yeah, at least his
0: murder files. And he's remembering that uh, there's these, the time police, like the time travel police. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure, like, Reverse Flash has never interacted <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, that, that's never had to happened to him before. But it's like Booster Gold's saying there's, like, time police that exist to make sure people don't, like, cheat and, like, change things, like. Going back in time or whatever, and he's saying that the way that they make sure people are who they're supposed to be is like something with their art with an RNA file or whatever, and they cross reference it with their birthday. And Wally's birthday was five days off, so he was not Wally.
1: Another crazy twist, which should have known it wouldn't be Harley or Booster Gold. They would never narrow it down that far like that early.
0: No, yeah, it's not. It's not gonna be either one of them. So. We know something is very weird about that person. He's not who he says he is. So are these other people not who they say they were? Like, is this their their way to get out of all these people being dead? Like, what what's really going on here? We don't know. Obviously, we still have four issues left. But while they're doing that, Harley and Batgirl are on the way to Boosters.
1: Yeah, apparently Harley does not understand that uh, <laughs> she doesn't understand uh, maim what kill- <laughs> yeah. and destroy and whatever. She doesn't understand. The synonyms that go with murder.
0: Yeah, when they're on the way there, Batgirl's like, remember, you promised. She goes, I know, I won't kill anybody. I'll just murder. She goes, that's the same thing. She goes, are you
1: sure about that?
0: (laughs) This superhero thing is hard.
1: Yeah. Weren't they on their way to go fight Booster? <laughs> They're on their they way to their Booster. They got their location from...
0: Uh, from Skeets. Yeah, from Skeets. Batgirl and uh, Batman have a conversation. and I love in the conversation, Batgirl says like four different times back at my place. She's like, so I developed this technology that'll let me like look inside Skeets to see if he really knows where Booster Gold is. It's back at my place though. So if I can go back at my place and take Skeets and be back to my place, I can figure this out. She like keeps <laughs> heavily saying back at my place. Yeah, I kept wondering.
1: She, I was like, how can Batgirl achieve something that bad She doesn't want can't. Batman
0: coming with her because she's with Harley. Mm-hmm. And like he Batman is pretty much convinced that Harley's one that did all of this. Batgirl just keeps saying like back at my place. So Batman and then Batman's like, all right, fine. She goes, oh, OK. So he goes away and she takes Skeets and Skeets is like, so we're going back to your place. And they're in like a playground or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and he's like, is this your place? She goes, I use it sometimes. It's quiet. No one's ever around. He goes, oh, and he's like, well, where's this technology? She's like, I'm the technology.
1: This Harley Quinn singing as she swings <laughs> yeah. her big old hammer. At well,
0: she's like, she tells Skeet's Batgirl does. She's like, I know that you think that, like, you know, that you did the right thing and you really don't know where Booster Gold is and you can't tell him that. And you think because Batman is so good that you can't lie to yeah, him. There's no risk. Maybe I'm good. I don't know. But i know she's not concerned with that and then it's harley and she's doing another nursery rhyme about skeets now how she wants to beat skeets up which we didn't i wanted to mention that too so i like how the whole time through harley's doing these nursery rhymes when she's attacking people and trying to beat them up it happens through all these issues and that is um when it first starts to harley's in her normal like current harley gear And then Mm -hmm. not long after that, she's back wearing the uh, jester outfit, like the the old, like, yeah, jester leotard. So Harley, in the wake of like this immense tragedy now that's happened with her losing poison ivy, which is the whole catalyst for why she cares about what's going on, has reverted. It seems to me like she's reverting back to her old ways, kind of. She's doing the nursery rhymes now, which she doesn't do anymore. She's wearing her old gear and she's just trying to kill everybody, which is not who Harley is now. So she's like reverted back in the wake of like severe trauma, it seems like.
1: Yeah, well, she definitely has trauma because that's revealed in her first— First well, confessional. Yeah, the first confessional in the series was Harley Quinn, and this last confessional in issue five was, was also Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn.
0: Yeah, and in the first one, she's talking about how, like, maybe she never should have cared about anybody. Maybe she never should have gotten close to anybody. Maybe well, yeah, she never should have loved anyone. a lot
1: of people beg for, like, their loved ones and stuff, and mm-hmm. she said that instead of listening, she should have just been— Swinging that sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, had, yeah, she was like, maybe I should and never listen to of him. She like just killed the him. Last panel, she's just crying. Yeah, and and it's like so
0: you can see that Harley's
1: got some deep emotional scars with that stuff going on. I Wonder why? It Couldn't possibly be because of Mister J. No,
0: definitely couldn't have been. So that yeah, they're on the way to find Booster, and they show up to where Booster is. But right before that, um, we're still getting the whole thing about this uh, series of Superman doing his speech, and it's showing like a different panels, all these different like heroes and characters like getting ready to go. Like
1: she's pretty effectively to do, the,
0: ...do the good fight. And you see the rose that Harley threw earlier on in the series in the water and, like, a shadow of someone coming over. And then someone, pick, it's like a man's shadow, it looks like, and, then like, picking it up. And you don't know who it is. Like, there's no definable anything. It's just it's a sanctuary. shadow. Yeah, it's just a shadow. Yeah, it's a sanctuary. It's just a shadow. And uh, right after that, like, the next panel is Harley and Batgirl showing up. And Harley's like, we're here to massacre you. And Batgirl's like, we're not massacring anybody. That's,
1: that's still murder.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not doing what that. What is murder? <laughs> She's like, you're no fun at all. And then right after that is the last panels of this issue is another harley confessional and it's harley telling a joke she was like mr j used to say uh used to ask me why did the chicken cross the road and i would tell him duh to get to the other side and he was like no to get Get to to the the moron's moron's house house. and then it's like a panel to her just sitting there looking at the camera and then she says and then he says knock knock and i said who's there and he says the chicken and then he and then he hit me he hit me real good. Yeah, he hit me real good, and I was like, "Oh man, that is rough." And then that's the end of like the fifth issue, so we know that Wally. Was not who he's supposed to be. It wasn't Wally. The body is five days too old. Someone just picked up the, fly, yep, the rose that Harley threw. So it's not Booster. It's not Harley. But now Booster, Harley.
1: They're probably going to team up to find out who's doing this and framing them.
0: I'm assuming it's going to be Booster, Harley, Batgirl, and Barry are going to be teamed up now. Maybe yeah, with Blue, Blue Beetle, Beetle to try to figure out what's going on. Because they're all left together where we end. Ends with those five there in, like, in one area. And uh, oh, also earlier, whenever Batgirl's like, "Hey," she's talking to Batman. She was like, "They're um doing a Superman's giving a speech today, aren't you? Like in a central part of the Trinity?" And he's like, "I'm Batman. I don't do press." <laughs> Still brooding, Bat.
1: He does enough press when he's Bruce Wayne.
0: Omega level is proudly sponsored by Ink or Die Studios, a unique combination of a tattoo parlor and hair salon. Located at 270 North Dakota Street by Flanagan's, Ink or Dye Studios employs the best artists and stylists around. Boasting a friendly atmosphere, helpful, talented, and incredibly creative staff, Ink or Dye Studios is the only tattoo shop and hair salon you'll ever need. Stop in, call, or contact them through their social media accounts today to set up an appointment. So moving on from uh, Heroes in Crisis, we are still doing our March Towards Endgame, and this week it was Doctor Strange. This is actually only my second time watching Doctor Strange. I only saw Same it in theaters. Here. So it was good to like have that refresher and I liked it Way more than the first time. Like I liked it. I thought it was good, but man, I loved it this time. Like it's definitely one of my top ten Marvel, maybe top five. Like it was incredible.
1: It's definitely my top five. Upon a rewatch, it's probably my top three.
0: That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's awesome. You like it that much, dude? The special effects of this movie are incredible, dude. They're like nearly revolutionary. I've seen better. <laughs> I've seen better. It was really cool how they do all like the when they go into like the other dimensions or whatever. How like the buildings turn and like fall over themselves and stuff like that. I was like, man, that is so. Yeah, I don't know cool. how they
1: built these buildings. Like their budget must have been astronomical. <laughs> It's insane to have to build all
0: this stuff. That was really freaking cool, man. And I like uh, I love how they animated Dormammu at the end of it too. He looked really cool.
1: I mostly just like how this was the MCU's and the audience's introduction to the more like uh, cosmic, like the super animal. cosmic elements, right? Yeah, because yes. like Guardians like already come out, a but multiverse saying mm-hmm. like that's how their magic works is drawing power from other dimensions. Mm-hmm. I
0: love how Doctor Strange picked up the Time Stone at one point when he puts it on. He just puts it on he's like, "All right, I'm gonna start using this thing," and it just immediately like accepts him. Like he can wield this. And that's how strong. he is Almost destroys reality. <laughs> yeah, without even knowing what just he's by doing. By reading the
1: instructions, <laughs> the warnings should really come after the spells.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love how that's kind like a running gag, and I thought the warnings always come after the spells.
1: <laughs> also, just this movie immediately opens up with a decapitation.
0: Yeah, that's insane. Like, hey, well, okay, we're in this movie it's now.
1: Two of the most brutal deaths for all of Marvel, especially oh, for with sure. uh, the ancient one. That mm-hmm. was also one of the most like emotional mm-hmm. and effectively delivered death scenes in all of the MCU. I think it
0: may have been the most emotional up to this point right now until Cap dies in the next one, but... Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Wow, spoilers. <laughs> when,
1: I don't know where he got the script, but okay.
0: <laughs> when she's in, like, the other dimension, and she's fighting Casselius and all of them, and they get the upper hand on her finally, and Casselius kills her, and she's, like, falling through, like, the portals and then hits the ground on the pavement. That looks brutal. So
1: bringing up Casselius, what did you think of him?
0: Casselius? Yeah. I mean, it's they kind of fell into the typical Marvel thing where the villain wasn't extremely well-developed in this movie, even though I thought I thought he was pretty decently well-developed. I think Mads Mikkelsen did a really good performance.
1: Well, the beginning of this movie also like had a very quick pace. Yeah, well, yeah, very quick pace. Seeing his downfall within 10 minutes, but... The only reason I didn't really even really feel rushed was because of Benedict Cumberbatch's uh, performance.
0: Dude, Benedict Cumberbatch is amazing as Benny Doctor Cumbie. Strange. Yeah, Benny Cumberbatch. When they cast him, I immediately was like, "Oh, that's perfect. He is Stephen Strange. That's the perfect person for that role."
1: Yeah, I like how he shaved his iconic facial hair with a razor, with a razor wire, or <laughs> an electric razor. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he is a genius in almost the mystic forms now. He's still learning, obviously, because he only uses really like three spells when he's fighting like, <laughs> yeah. some expert zealots.
0: He stops the end of the world with three spells.
1: Yeah, also like that when he's using those little disc spells and that one, like, flickers out. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> but not just that he's learning the mystic arts, but obviously that he's already a genius at medical stuff, and it combines that with, like, the astral fight because yeah, when he's, he's in getting, his... like, his chest shocked. He tells her to crank it up all the way to, like, lethal. <laughs> yeah, he's, basically. like, lethal. And he's just holding that dude's, like, spirit and just evaporates it as he gets his, like... I think it's like zap Yeah.
0: EMP uh EKG. Yeah, as he gets zapped back to uh back to life. He's holding on to that other guy when they have an astral fight in it shocks him so much that it goes through his form to his body and kills him
1: also like how that somehow gets to strange even though he's turned away <laughs> so many patients yeah. just so he can maintain his reputation like that's what breaks he's strange directly killed plenty of other people yeah
0: but, b- but the fact that he actually killed this one bad guy he's like oh I'm, i can't do this i I'm killed somebody i took an oath i'm supposed to save lives but <laughs> i just choose which ones to save <laughs> yeah i just i just
1: I <laughs> that's basically the message this movie is uh, don't drive and look for potential patients.
0: Yeah, so I think that's good right now. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up.
1: But before you do that, uh, we have a giveaway. Oh,
0: yes, we do. $100 gift certificate from Lalo Jones, him specifically
1: at Ink or Die Studios. Thanks for interrupting me. You're welcome. <laughs> All you got to do to enter to, for a chance to win is uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave a comment, comment, uh, Telling us what your favorite MCU movie is. On this video. Yep. And then tune in next Tuesday for that comic talk where we announce the winner.
0: Yep. 100%. That's all I got to do. And if you're not watching us on YouTube and you're watching on TV or if you're listening to us, make sure you go and hit up our YouTube channel, Omega Level Podcast, and comment on this video what your favorite MCU movie is and then tune in next week on Comic Talk again where we'll, we'll announce the winner. You have to comment on our YouTube video and you have to be a subscriber and uh, uh, to be eligible to win this gift certificate giveaway. But as always, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking out the show, however it is that you digest this, our content. We appreciate it. Make sure you check out all of our social medias. We are on Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. We are on Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, all lowercase. We're on Twitter at Omega Level PCAST, the letter P. We are on YouTube, Mega Level Podcast. We're on Anchor, a Mega Level Podcast. And anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, we are on Google, Apple, Spotify, all that stuff as a Mega Level Podcast. So make sure you hit up all of our social medias. What other comic series are out there you think that we should be reading that you would like to hear us talk about? Are you reading Heroes in Crisis? What do you think of it? Like, are you reading it, Jeff? Yeah. Are you reading it, Jeff? Like, do you enjoy it? Uh, if you're not, does this make you want to check it out? But uh, yeah, that's it. You know, thanks for tuning in. Steven's Fat. No one likes him.
1: Smash that like and hit that bell. That's for YouTube. Uh, I (laughs) know.